ladies, I just wanted to come on and to just um, encourage your hearts. And I hope this message that is going to play in a few minutes will just encourage you and strengthen your heart, right? To be patient with your husband. And um, the scripture that I would like to share with you is 1 Corinthians 13 and 4, where it says, love is patient and kind. I'm going to turn to that scripture. I'm going to be reading the New Living Translation. If you hear like a little humming noise, it's my heater. I have it on. Um, Okay, so I'm going to be reading 1 Corinthians 13, 4, where it says that love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud. Oh, man. So it says that love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud, right? So God wants our love for our husbands to be patient and to be kind. Oh, man. So, um... That's what this message that you're about to hear is about. Okay, I just wanted to share that scripture. Man, oh yes. Let your love for your husband be patient, right? Ooh, oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just like, oh, I'm telling you. Ooh, follow the Lord's leading in your marriage and just be patient, right? Trust trust God okay and don't lean on your own understanding oh my gosh but in all your ways acknowledge the Lord and he will direct your path and that's in Proverbs 3 5 through 6 right oh my gosh so yes be patient with your husband and know that God is doing a great work so this message is going to start shortly and I hope it blesses you and encourages you just wanted to come on and to encourage you and share what God placed on my heart and that is simply to just be patient with your husband know that he is a work in progress know that God is doing a great work in his heart right and it takes time because when God is working on our hearts it takes time we don't change overnight our hearts don't change overnight and God understands that and that's why he is so patient with us I love that God is patient with us. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love that he doesn't have unrealistic expectations of me and of my family, right? Oh my gosh, I love that he loves patience, right? And I know patience is not an easy thing to do, but if you allow the Holy Spirit to empower you, right? Patience is a fruit of the Spirit. So you have to allow the Holy Spirit to empower you and to produce this fruit in your life, right? Oh my gosh. So yes, be patient with him. No, he's not perfect. He's not going to, you know, he's he's going to have good days and bad days. He's not going to always be at his best at all times, right? And so don't look at your husband as your enemy. 
look at him as your husband as your friend oh my gosh right oh my gosh ask God if it's hard to be patient with him right now and he may be doing some things that are frustrating you or stressing you out pray about those things pray about the weaknesses that you see right ask God to lead and guide you to scriptures to stand on um, in prayer for your husband concerning his weaknesses and know that his weaknesses does not define him he is not defined by his weaknesses right he is who God says he is right so you have to go back to God's word right ah you have to go back to what his word says your husband is right ah remember God's word says that your husband is fearfully and wonderfully made that he is God's masterpiece that he masterpiece and that he is God's oh he is God's royal uh, uh, royal priests, right? Like what it says in First Peter 2 and 9 that we are God's royal priesthood. We've been called. You got to speak life of your husband. Speak life. Like, no, you said, uh-uh, my husband has been called out of darkness into God's marvelous light. Oh, man, you got to speak life. Remember, life and death is in the power of your tongue. And those who indulge in it will eat his fruit. So if you speak life of your husband, you're going to see the fruit of life, right? In your relationship with him. So keep encouraging him. Keep building him up. Be a wise woman who builds her home and not a foolish woman who tears it down. Oh, man. And you build up your home by following God. Oh, my Saha. Who you do what God is leading you to do, and you uplift and encourage. Oh my God, oh so whole, and you affirm your husband. Look beyond how he may be acting right now. You, oh man, oh, and ask God to show you what's in his heart. Ask God to show you the root of the problem, especially if he's not where you want him to be right now in his life. You pray for him, and you trust God to do the work in his heart, and you trust God's timing, right? And you who you cast this heavy burden right because I know you see I know you see the amazing man for who he is and you just want him to live like that every single day but you have to have realistic expectations of him you have to realize he's not going to be perfect you have to realize that you know he's not going to change on your timing but he's going to change on God's timing so give those situations to God give his weaknesses to God and pray for him right pray for him pray and you surrender him to the Lord right because the Lord is the only one who can change and fix him we can't you know you can't change and fix your husband God can so you give him to the Lord you say God I thank you oh my you speak God's word you don't look at where he is right now because that's not where he's that's not where he's going to be forever right no 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 who you start praying God's plans and purpose will be established and fulfilled in his life and if you don't know what that is go to God in prayer oh and he will reveal it to you uh go remember uh what it says in Jeremiah 33 and 3 that if you call on the Lord he will show you great and mighty things he will show you secrets that you do not know so God will reveal to you oh my 
the plans and purpose that he has for your husband's life you just gotta pray instead of complaining about what he's doing right all the wrong things he's doing you go and you pray about those areas and you encourage him you focus on the good and you accept him for who he is and where he is in this season of his life because in marriage you're gonna go through seasons right they're gonna be different seasons Okay, and you have to be prepared and equipped for this season. But the Holy Spirit prepares you and equips you for this season. So say, God, oh, my Arasaha, empower me through your Holy Spirit for this season of my marriage. Give me wisdom for this season for my of my marriage so that I will honor you. Oh, so that I can honor you and do the things you are leading me to do, right? Remember, it's not your responsibility to change your husband. It is God's responsibility, right? Oh, so don't take on his job. Be the amazing wife that God has called you to be. And you, I'm telling you, I know you're like, okay, I hear what you're saying. Mm-mm, but uh-uh, he's been doing this too long. Uh-uh. Pray, pray, pray. Oh, remember, remember what I said, what, what I said that God is doing this year. He's doing a new thing. So a part of, of the new thing that he's doing, you have to break away from your old habits, from your old responses towards your husband, right? Because it says in his word that, you know, we don't repay insult for insult, right? Or evil for evil. Uh-uh. No, so we're not, remember, you're not fighting against your husband. You're fighting against Satan, right? You're fighting against Satan. Sating and what he's doing to cripple your husband or hinder your husband from being the amazing man that God has called him to be. Remember that, you know, just like you came into the marriage with childhood trauma and hurt, he has as well, right? So you have to be patient. You have to be patient and you have to create an environment for him to feel safe, right? Oh, for him to feel safe enough, right? To be able to be vulnerable with you and vulnerable with God, right? Because if you're coming, if he's coming home and all you're doing is complaining, he is not going to want to hear anything you have to say. And he's not going to trust you, right? Right? Oh, man. Oh, even if your complaints may be valid, right? Right? There's a, a reason, a root to why he's behaving the way he's behaving or why he's making choices. And God will reveal it to you. And then you will have understanding because when you have understanding, you're even temper. You're able to be patient, right? Oh my gosh. And that's a scripture that's in Proverbs. And I'm going to put that scripture in the description box. Okay. Cause like when you have understanding, when God gives you understanding as to why your husband may be acting or behaving or speaking in a certain way, you'll be able to be even tempered, meaning you're, you're going to be calm, right? And you can be patient, right? So ask God to renew your perspective towards your husband. Ask God to help you to focus on the good and to accept him for who he is and where he is in this season of your life remember you cannot be patient without the holy spirit you cannot be patient without the holy spirit so ask the holy spirit each and every day to empower you to be loving patient and kind towards your husband and even if he's doing things that is hurting you right now you give those things to god and you say god work this situation out bring up bring healing to my marriage right oh my god 
Ah, solve this problem, God. Oh, heal our hearts and bring us together in unity by your Holy Spirit. Right? Oh, my You come against every spirit of strife and you bind it up. Every spirit of division and you bind it up. Every spirit of criticism and judgment and condemnation, you bind it up. Whatever it is that Satan is using to divide y'all or to make y'all to be angry and bitter and resentful towards each other, ask God to show you how Satan is attacking your marriage. And God is going to show you. And you begin to stand in prayer. You use the authority that God is giving you in Luke 10 and 19. He's giving you a power and authority over all the power of the enemy, right? And in Matthew 18 and 18, he's giving you the power and authority to bind every satanic, right, um, attack that comes against your life every demon every principality that is coming against your life and your marriage and your children's life you have the authority to bind it up and you have the authority to loose God's love joy peace patience kindness understanding unity oh my who his healing and restoration you have the authority right and he's going to show you say lord teach me how to how to war teach me how to war against satan and his plans teach my hands to war teach me how to bind teach me how to loose am i so cool because you have to use your authority remember in john 10 10 that god says that satan comes to steal kill and destroy but but god who but the lord has come that you may have life and have it more abundantly so so the next time you're tempted to argue with your husband say "Mm -mm, i'm not gonna argue with you say baby i hear what you're saying and i know it's hard i know this is frustrating but god is gonna help us through this oh my you speak words of peace and not words of strife you speak words of peace and not words of criticism and judgment and fault finding right you speak words of peace you speak words of love and joy right and of grace so ask God to help you to speak words of life over your husband and to your husband right oh man and so yeah so i hope this this message really encourage you be patient with him know that god is doing a great work in your husband's life don't take god's place in his life let the lord work on his heart and you pray for him and you show love and you show respect to your husband right oh man i'm telling you Oh, I know you're like, "Mm -mm, I can't do this. The Holy Spirit will help you. He will heal your heart. I'm telling you, he will change your perspective, right? Because remember, you're not wrestling against your husband. You're wrestling against satanic principalities that is coming against your life, right? Oh, man, because remember in 1 Peter 5, 6 through 8, that it says, well, 1 Peter 5 and 8, where it says that, you know, the enemy is seeking someone looking for someone he can defy that's why he says stay alert watch out who and be on guard because satan your adversary is looking for someone to devour so like oh my gosh when you see ah oh when the lord reveals to you how satan is attacking your husband know that he's trying to devour him right he's trying to keep him from experiencing god's goodness 
and for his life, right? No, so you go and war. And the way that you war, you use your heavenly weapons. And your heavenly weapons is prayer. Your heavenly weapons is walking by the Spirit, allowing the Holy Spirit to produce the fruits of the Spirit in your life. And your other weapon is obedience to God. You do what he's leading you to do in your marriage. And I'm telling you, he's going to give you beautiful ashes. Oh, man. Oh, he's going to give you joy for your mourning. You're going to see his goodness in your marriage. You're going to see his healing and restoration. Right? Oh, man. I'm telling you, because God can do a better, a better job at fixing the problems in our marriage than we can so you got to give it to god and you got to be patient and you got to be loving and every time you run out of patience or you run out of love or you run out of joy or you run out of understanding go to god go to god oh he would give you the strength to go through this season of your marriage he will give you the strength he will empower you he'll work on your heart he'll change your heart renew your perspective and he will allow you to see your marriage the way he sees it i'm telling you he's fighting for you Mm. and you gotta fight with him right and the way you fight with him is you obey you do what the you do what he's leading you to do and you pray you pray remember the fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much and in the new living translation it says that it produces wonderful results so keep praying and fervently pray you pray every day i'm telling you amazing woman of god you pray god is going to do amazing things through you as you pray so I hope this message encouraged you. Know that God is for you. He loves you. He will strengthen you and help you. Who and he will give you the victory. Over every problem that Satan has placed in your life right now. He will give you the victory and the power to overcome. Okay? So I hope this message encouraged you. And I will be back soon. Alright. Bye. ladies i just wanted to read the scriptures that um that i mentioned and i reference in um the podcast all right for being patient with your husband so i'm gonna read them out all right so you can hear them give me just a second i'm waiting for my computer to um the scriptures okay so the first scripture is first corinthians 13 and 4 where it says that love is patient and kind love is not jealous or boastful or proud the next the next scripture is Proverbs 17 and 27. And for all the scriptures, I'm going to be reading the New Living Translation. It says, A truly wise person uses few words. A person with understanding is even tempered. And that scripture is Proverbs 17 and 27. 
the next scripture I'm sorry oh it's Jeremiah 33 and 3 where it says ask me and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come I'm gonna read that again it said ask me and I will tell you remarkable secrets you don't know about things to come okay the next scripture Is Matthew 18 and 18. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to wait for it to load. I have so many tabs open, it's slowing my computer down. Um, but Matthew 18 and 18, it says, I tell you the truth, whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidding in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Okay, I'm going to read the Berean Study Bible version for this. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I'm going to read that again for Matthew. This is Matthew 18 and 18 truly i tell you whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven oh and whatever you loose on earth oh, will be loosed in heaven that scripture is matthew 18 and 18 and that translation is the berean study bible translation the next scripture is Luke 10 and 19. Ooh, one of my favorite scriptures. Oh my gosh. It is one of my favorite, my favorites. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to be reading it shortly. It's loading. Okay, it says... Look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. That scripture is Luke 10 and 19. Ooh. Oh my gosh, I love that scripture, y'all. Oh. Ooh, I'm telling you. Ooh, it was a season in my life where Satan was robbing me, right? Oh, man. He was robbing me of the good things that God had had already given to me, right? But he didn't want me to receive them. And I remember I was just going through just a season of loss, right? And God illuminated that scripture to me like, Oh man, he said, daughter, you have to use your authority over the enemy. He's going to always be coming after you to try to steal, kill, and destroy the good things that I have for your life and the blessings that I have for your life. Oh my And from that moment on, I'm telling you, he taught me how to war. He taught me how to pray. Oh my God, he taught me how to fervently pray and to pray his will and his plans and purpose for my life and my family's life, you know, to be established and fulfilled, y'all. I'm telling you, that's why that scripture means so much to me. It means so much 
to me it's like my favorite scripture mm. Ooh, and ever since I've been using my authority in prayer, my life has never been the same. God has done amazing things in my life, y'all. Ooh, so use your authority. All right. The next scripture is Ephesians 6 and 12, where it says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood. I'm sorry, let me read that again. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Oh, I also love the English Standard Version as well. I'm going to read that. I, I um, just got finished reading the New Living Translation. I'm going to read the English Standard Version too. It says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Oh, man. I'm telling you, that's why you got to use your weapons and know that your husband is not your enemy. Your enemy is Satan, okay? Oh, man. And you have to stop his evil plans against your life. And the way that you stop it and destroy it is in prayer. Okay, the next scripture is Proverbs 14 and 1. Mm, this is my favorite too. A wise woman builds her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. Remember, you amazing woman of God, you want to be a wise woman who builds her home, who builds up her husband, who builds up her children, who builds up herself in the Lord, right? And in his truth and in his love right you want to walk by the spirit and not by your flesh you got to walk by God's spirit oh my gosh in every season of your life in your relationship with your husband and in your relationship with your children you gotta walk by the spirit you gotta be led by the holy spirit okay I'm telling you let the holy spirit empower you to be the amazing wife and mother that God has called you to be all right and to build up your home. The next scripture is Psalms. Okay. Oh, yeah. Psalms 144 and 1, where it says, Praise the Lord who is my rock. He trains my hands for war and gives my fingers skill for the battle. Ooh, oh, man, y'all. Tell you, this is one of my favorites too. Because in that season of loss, God trained my hands to war who against Satan and his plans uh, for my like the plans that he had devised against my life, against my husband's life, and against my family's life, y'all. I'm telling you, pray the if you ask God to teach you how to war against Satan's plans that is coming against your life, that's coming against your marriage, that's coming against your children, your finances, whatever it is. Oh, God is going to teach you how to war. And he's going to teach you how to war and teach you how to walk in victory. Okay. So the next scripture I'm going to read is Proverbs 18 and 21. And it says the tongue. Well, I'm going to read the same. 
Okay, I'm going to read the English Standard Version. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit, right? Oh, man. Mm, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So that's why it's so important that you speak life over your husband, over yourself, over your marriage, over your children, over your finances. You speak God's word, okay? You declare it because guess what? That scripture tells us that our words have power. So don't speak death over your over your life and over your marriage and over your children. Speak life. Speak God's word. Uh, mm, and you're going to see the fruit of God's word be produced in your life, be established and fulfilled in your life, okay? The next scripture is um, Colossians 4 and 6, where it says, Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for every one, right? Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for every one, right? So you want your, you know, you want your the the words that you speak to your husband to be full of love to be full of grace right mm. man so it can be attractive right and so you can have the right response right your husband needs your love and your patience he doesn't need your criticism he doesn't need your condemnation he doesn't need your negativity when he comes home he wants to feel like he's uh, surrounded around you know people who love him and people who believe in him you know you know what i'm saying ah that's so cool he wants to feel loved he wants to feel cherished he wants to feel treasured right oh man Mm. so let your conversation be full of be filled with words that are loving and kind and peaceful and graceful okay so the next scripture that i'm going to read is james 5 and 16 yes this is one of my favorites confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results right oh it says the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results, right? Uh, So earnest and fervent mean the same thing. So that's one of my favorites. And the last scripture I'm going to read is 1 Peter 2 and 9, okay? Um, It says, but you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are a royal priest, a holy nation, uh, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Oh, my God, into his wonderful light. I'm sorry, y'all. Oh, into his wonderful lights. Oh, man, remember, oh, when you are tempted to think negative about your husband and speak negative words, you say, "Mm mm-mm, my husband has been chosen by God. He's a royal priest. He's a holy nation. He, oh, he is God's very own possession. Oh, my, he's been called out of darkness into 
God's wonderful light. So speak life, y'all. Speak life. Who don't speak what you see? Speak God's truth. Ah, my Be in agreement with what God's plan and purpose is for your life and for your husband's life and for your marriage. And the one way you can walk in agreement is, is you're speaking. You're speaking his truth, right? Uh, over your life, over your marriage, over your children. Speak and then you walk, meaning you walk in agreement. And how you walk in agreement is that you are following the Holy Spirit. You're doing what God is le- um, leading you to do. You're walking in obedience to what he is leading you to do in this season of your marriage oh man oh I'm sorry I did say this is the last scripture I have two more I'm sorry the next scripture is Isaiah 61 and 3 this is one of my favorites I love it to all who mourn in Israel he will give a crown of beauty for ashes a joyous blessing instead of mourning festive praise instead of despair in their righteousness they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory so I love that they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory yes Oh, so you speak that over your marriage. You say, no, oh, God is going to give me a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing in my marriage instead of mourning, a festive praise in my marriage instead of despair. Mm. And then you say, mm, my my husband and I will be like great oaks and my children. You say it like you speak it. We will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. Y'all. Oh, God. Oh, I'm telling you. Mm. Oh, man. That just, oh, I'm telling you, I love God's word. I love God's word, y'all. And the last scripture is Ephesians 30. I mean, Ephesians 30, Lord. (laughs) Um, Ephesians 3 and 20, where it says, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more, infinitely, y'all. Oh, that's a lot. That's huge. That's that's like that. mm, Infinitely more than we might ask or think. Oh, infinite. Oh, my God. There's no limit. Right? Oh, I'm telling you, there's no limit to what he can do Ah, through us when we walk in obedience and when we are uh, led by his Holy Spirit. Okay? When you're led by God's Spirit, who he can do amazing things through you and for you. Right? And for your marriage, for your husband, for your children. Ah, my rasa. So stay clean to the Lord in this season of your marriage. Don't focus on the problem. Focus on the promise. Focus on what he promised you. and know that he is doing a new thing and when God does a new thing we have to do the new things that he's leading us to do in order to see the new okay in order to see the new so I hope these scriptures encourage your heart oh God they encourage my heart they do y'all they I'm telling you I get so happy I get so happy in my soul when I hear God's word so I hope it has the same effect on you you should be happy 
Oh, I'm telling you. Uh, in his word, God is showing you how powerful and strong and how loving he is. And so mindful and considerate of us. Ah, my Rosso. He loves us so much. So I just wanted to share these scriptures with you. I hope they bless and encourage you. Remember that God loves you. He is with you. He is for you. And he would never fail you. All right. I'll be back soon. Bye. So thank you so much for listening to Healing for Hearts. If you desire prayer, please email me. My email can be found um, in the description box below this podcast. It can be found on Facebook and on my blog page. So if you trust me enough, please send me an email. And if there's anything that God will impress upon my heart to share with you, I will share with you. So I hope you have an amazing day, an amazing week, an amazing month, and an amazing here. All right, I'll be back soon. Bye.